Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. And now we have uh, the crypto market has gone berserk. Is it worth anything? Well, we have the expectation. Describe to us uh, who we have on the phone. Well, Brock Pierce, according to your Twitter, I'm going to go by what what it says there, because we were trying to figure out exactly how to uh, describe you. So you're a futurist, a philanthropist, an economist, a creator. And when it comes to Bitcoin, you are the expert. The well, expert. <laughs> welcome back to Cats at Night. Brock, tell the American people that a lot of people are panicking out there. Tell us what the heck is going on with cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. Well, there's um, three sort of macro events that have occurred. One is this runs through cycles. We usually have very big gains where you're seeing very large, um, you know, call it percentage returns. Often it will go from 5,000 to 50,000. You know, you're looking at these types of returns. We went through one of those cycles. Uh, Bitcoin went into the 60,000s, found its kind of peak, and then it comes back down into the next valley. And then a, a second event occurred, a major uh, uh, algorithmic experimental system, a stable coin uh, called Terra Luna imploded. The, uh, uh, there was a flaw effectively, and it, it was a vulnerable system, which caused $40 billion to get lost, had a, created a, a, a chain reaction of counterparties that were impacted as a result of that. A number of important businesses imploded, affected institutional and retail. And we then found ourselves at a, uh, a, a deeper valley. And this week has been an absolutely uh, wild one for crypto. Uh, a, a major exchange uh, called FTX, which is, if you know, the Miami Heat, the arena, it's the FTX arena, uh, raised billions of dollars from the most prestigious institutions, thought of in high regard. Its founder, Sam Bankman-Fried, or SBF, had committed to giving a billion dollars to Democratic um, uh, politicians. I think he was the second largest donor to Joe Biden's presidential run in 2020. He was the fifth largest donor in the midterm election. A, a, a billion dollars to politicians? Is that what you call protection money? Um, well, no, his mother was a, 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 had started a super PAC just prior to it. So I think it actually is more of a, a family mission than a, um, a protection money, you know, based upon what I've seen. Um, you know, it's, it's a, you know, grew up in a politically minded family, um, though I'm sure it, it has more than one purpose. It might have served that function as well. Um, and, you know, he very much aligned, aligned himself with the, the Democratic Party in that sense and was committed, I think, to giving uh, Biden in the 2024 run. I think he said 100 or 200 million just to him uh, or that one race. And so he also had become the self um, sort of uh, appointed or anointed person trying to tell U.S. regulators how this stuff should be regulated. And I, I guess I forgot to mention he just turned 30. Um, and so uh, old lessons that we learned here. Um, well, first of all, an, an article got released to another um, media a journalist uh, called Coindesk, one of the top, the, probably the leading publication in the crypto industry. Michael Casey from the Wall Street Journal used to cover crypto. He had to edit up that and left and run this. They were leaked a document of the market making arm of FTX, the market maker, and it was their balance sheet. And the balance sheet had $14 billion on it. And nine billion of it was effectively their own paper, their own stock, their own token. And so everyone thought that this organization had a very deep balance sheet. They only had 300 million of cash. And when that information got leaked to the media just over a week ago, 
for those that were paying attention, what seemed like an incredibly stable institution all of a sudden had doubt and people started basically having a run on the bank that led up to uh, uh, effectively a bank free, the bank freezing all withdrawals and quickly caused uh, uh, things to shut down. Binance, the biggest crypto exchange in the world, said, we'll buy you subject to due diligence, entered a non-binding term sheet. Uh, then one day later, Binance found out that they had $8 billion of debt and uh, that the SEC and the Department of Justice was investigating. They pulled out. That caused FTX to, FTX to implode, go into bankruptcy, CEO resigns. Uh, one of the other companies, BlockFi. So this is so besides uh, in, the, in the three hundred industry, one of the most. This is like this is like Lehman Brothers blowing up in two thousand eight. That's the closest analogy wow. I can give you. And all their counterparties are being impacted. It's a very big or- ordeal. And even all of the experts, we didn't see this one coming. This was perceived to be a you know uh, uh, it, we, we all just assumed this was a, a, a well run. Uh, uh, strong balance sheet, brilliant entrepreneurs and team operating a uh, uh, an exchange that would have been successful for the long. So, how this much is, money is, is, lo- is how much money is lost in that public company? Well, it's not public, but uh, the founder's net worth was uh, um, uh, on paper as well as a bunch of other assets, liquid. But he was worth seventeen billion dollars last week, and as of today, it might be zero. This might be the the the, the the, one of the wealthiest people in the world going from here to zero in the fastest time ever. Wow. Wow. So what's the future, Brock? It's Richard Weinberg. So what's the future of this kind of uh, currency? Well, so in the short term, obviously, this is, uh, um, you know, uh, having a, a, a very big negative impact on the industry. We don't know to what extent the other counterparties are being damaged. The exchange being locked up has made uh, funds in that exchange unaccessible. So it's having a uh, uh, a horrific effect on the industry here in the short term. In the long run, it's a good thing. Institutions that don't know how to manage risk and who are the, who are the institutions risk, that we, we, we don't. Brock, you don't want these types of businesses, and you don't want them in the business long term. You, for sure. Which institutions got hurt with their lenders in there? Yeah, so it's mostly. Um, other uh, hedge funds and things of that nature. So these would be the the most, call it traditional institutional types, the Sequoias, a bunch of firms you wouldn't have heard of. But uh, uh, the, this is not so much retail. Uh, this is hitting the, the really sophisticated because to, even to all of us, we thought this was a reliable um, you know, hi- held in high regard. Uh, this is like a Lehman Brothers imploding, something that yeah. no one could have. But no if you have, but all of a sudden they found out the, the way I read it. And I, you know, I, I try to catch words. We thought he had 300 million in cash, but nobody realized he had 8 billion in debt. I mean, that's a balance that, that, sheet item. Who are, who are the counts? Uh, it, well, so part of the, the problem here is they were using their own effectively stock as the collateral to loans. The problem and why no institution does that is if the stock price starts to drop, you, 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 you can find yourself in a death spiral very quickly. You have no way of getting out of it. You can't use your own, you know, call it stock or in this case, your own cryptocurrency from your exchange as the collateral. Would you, would you classify this as uh, uh, made off to 
No, because it's different. It, 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 it doesn't appear to be, you know, uh, uh, a complete fraud or sham. Uh, this seems like uh, a young person not having the right systems and controls to manage risk in place. And as a result of that, took exorbitant risk that you don't take as a financial institution. Uh, this is someone that didn't understand the responsibility of, of running Thanks. a business of this nature. Understood. Th- Brock Pierce, thank you. And we'll talk to you maybe next week again to give us a catch up of what the heck is going on in the cryptocurrency market. And, and one, uh, one, one last thing. Go ahead. I'm in Puerto Rico and Tish uh, 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 James wanted to make sure to say hi. We, she uh, just gave a wonderful speech. Uh, I got to give words as well in front of the capital of Puerto Rico here in Somos. Um, on, on, on Veterans Day. And so, you know, thank you to all the veterans. And I just wanted to make sure to send her regards. Brock Pierce, enjoy the sunshine. God bless you. God bless you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.